This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's partly cloudy and 45 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday, the 19th of October, 2021. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. These clouds should move out shortly and we'll see sunshine this afternoon and a high of around 75. It'll be clear tonight, cooling off to 52. Sunny on Wednesday with a high of 80. Wednesday night's low, 58, with partly cloudy skies. And Thursday, sunny skies and a high of 76. This weather pattern is going to continue. We've got a slight chance of rain Sunday, Sunday night, and into Monday. But other than that, we should see sunny days, clear nights, highs in the mid to upper 70s. And our overnight lows won't even be quite as cool as it is right now as we're expecting them to be in the upper 50s and low 60s. Right now, with partly cloudy skies, it's 45 degrees at the KVOM studios. And let's take a moment to congratulate our KVOM employee of the day. It's Bridget Watkins at Harris Funeral Home. Taking a look at obituary announcements this morning, Ronnie Charles McGee, age 78 of Perryville, died Friday, October 15th. Funeral services will be today at 11 a.m. at Temple Missionary Baptist Church in Perryville by Brother Gordon Morgan. Burial will immediately follow at Vallman Cemetery in Bigelow by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive guests for visitation one hour prior to the service beginning at 10 a.m. Del Strachner, age 84, of Cleveland, died Friday, October 15th. Funeral services will be Wednesday, October 20th at 1 p.m., at the Harris Chapel with Brother David Overstreet officiating. Burial will be at Old Liberty Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends tonight from 6 until 8 o'clock at the funeral home. Joanne Thomas Whitaker, age 82, died October 16th in Moralton. She was a resident of Little Rock, was of the Baptist faith, retired from Kroger, and was a member of the VFW. She is survived by her son, Jerry Wiley of Moralton, and one nephew. Arrangements for Joanne Thomas Whitaker are by Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 7.33, let's turn to news this morning. The Moralton City Council has chosen a new company for its solid waste disposal services. Effective March 1st of 2022, the city will contract with Trash Hog LLC for its residential and commercial trash collection. The council accepted Trash Hog's bid during Monday night's regular monthly meeting. The city's contract with Waste Management expires February 28th of 2022. Waste Management submitted the lowest of the three bids on a per-customer rate, but did not agree to the city's request to purchase new trucks, dumpsters, and residential trash containers. And as council member and sanitation committee chair Jasmine Wilson explained, that was the primary reason Trash Hog was chosen. So we are recommending um, that we not not budge on uh, needing to have new equipment and also needing to be able to have an office locally. So if we have the, the need to support our, our customers here, that we have the ability to do so. And so our recommendation, uh, given that, uh, and to also make sure that we continue to keep the price low for our residents as low as possible, is to go to trash home. A price increase for residential customers will go into effect when the new contract begins. The council approved all three readings of an ordinance 
that sets a new monthly solid waste disposal rate for residential customers to $16.25 per household, effective March 1st of 2022. The current monthly rate is $15.30. Trash Hog is managed locally by Dwight Dykus, who owned DC Trash, the city's previous trash company, before it was sold to Waste Management. Dykus assured council members his company will keep all of its equipment in the city limits and operate a customer service office in Moralton. I'm a big fan of having a local office. We are located in Kansas, Missouri, Arkansas. What this gives us guys is a team and enough equipment to back up anything that may happen or occur. Again, everything being delivered locally, so you get that sales tax revenue. And we look forward to being part of the community again and being involved in in other matters from Monday's meeting, council members gave approval to advertise bids for the purchase of a new truck for the landfill and approved the mayor's appointment of John Hall to the airport commission. Monday's meeting also marked the last meeting for longtime council member David Andrews, who announced his resignation from the council effective immediately. Andrews is resigning because he's moving to Paris, Arkansas, in order to be closer to his family. After Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer read the resignation letter and presented David with a plaque to honor him for his years of service, Andrews thanked the citizens and everyone in the community for their support and said it is hard to leave Moralton. After I retired, uh, me and my wife talked about it and, and made the decision that we didn't want to do something with the grandkids more now. And uh, it's, it's a tough move. Leaving fire department, city council, this community. I've been here all my life, and it's, it's a great community, and I hope it keeps going the way it's going right now, and I'm going to miss it. Thank you. In addition to his time on the city council, Andrews has served the city on the Planning and Zoning Commission and on the fire department for 15 years. 737, partly cloudy and 45 degrees at the KVOM studios on our way to a high of 75. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. Coming up on 739, it's partly cloudy and 45 degrees at the KVOM studios. Moralton Junior High has been recognized as one of only seven schools serviced by the Archford Education Service Cooperative to increase its overall ESSA score from 2019. ESSA replaced the No Child Left Behind Act in 2015 and stands for Every Student Succeeds Act. Archford provides services to 97 schools in the region. Of the seven that increased their score from the pre-pandemic level, MJHS had the largest increase in overall ESSA score, going from 67.39 in 2019 to 69.96 in 2021. The purpose of ESSA is to provide all children with the opportunity to receive a fair, equitable, and high-quality education, and to close the educational achievement gap. Principal Robert Hogan credits the teachers and staff at MJHS for enabling students to achieve academic growth in the midst of a pandemic. 
they've just bought in to loving, serving, and caring for these students. They plan well together. They collaborate together. And they just identify all the important things that our students should know and be able to do. And I just tell you, my heart swells with pride with how hard they've worked, especially during the pandemic, to accomplish all this and to make all of it happen. In 2021, the overall ESSA score at MJHS of 69.96 exceeded the state average of 65.87. The weighted achievement score of 56.33 exceeded the state average of 51.3. The value-added growth score of 81.82 exceeded the state average of 80.38. And the school quality and student success score of 62.65 exceeded the state average of 51.51. Four Moralton High School students have qualified for Senior High All-Region Choir. Callie Osborne is an alternative. Livy McQuain is 37th chair. Ashton Brinkerhoff is 12th chair. And Caleb Pertle is 10th chair. In addition, Ashton and Caleb have both qualified to audition for All-State Choir. The Arkansas Department of Health reported no new cases of coronavirus in Conway County Monday, as the number of active cases declined by three for the day to 21. One new case was reported in Perry County, where the number of active cases is unchanged for the day at 20. The health department recorded just 142 new cases in Arkansas Monday, as the number of active cases in the state dropped below 6,000. Two new deaths were recorded statewide, and the number of patients hospitalized with COVID-19 increased by 15 from Sunday to 477. In terms of the vaccine, only about 1,600 doses were administered across the state in the previous 24 hours, and just under 65% of Arkansans age 12 and over are at least partially vaccinated. Locally, over 60% of eligible residents in Conway County and Perry County have received at least one dose of the vaccine. Nemo Vista Middle School is one of 12 schools in the state selected by the Arkansas Department of Agriculture's Forestry Division to participate in the Shade Trees on Playgrounds program. Atkins Elementary School and Middle School were also chosen. The STOP program was organized to lower adult skin cancer risk by reducing childhood exposure to direct sunlight where children play like school playgrounds. Winning schools receive up to five shade trees, mulch, watering supplies, and planting guidelines after participating in program training. To qualify, Participating schools must lack shade, participate in a virtual stop workshop, agree to use Forestry Division curriculum to emphasize the importance of trees and forestry in Arkansas, hold a tree planting ceremony with students, and agree to long-term maintenance of the planted shade trees. Trees for each campus are chosen by local Forestry Division staff to fit the unique region and conditions of each playground and are purchased from local nurseries and suppliers. Now 743, and let's check our market report with Jenny Knight of Edward Jones Investments in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, major indexes coming off a winning streak ended mixed today, with the Dow lagging the S&P and NASDAQ. News that China GDP growth was weaker than expected, along with worsening supply chain issues, put a damper on investor sentiment. The U.S. 10-year yield was briefly above 1.6%, putting pressure on high multiple technology names, and rising rates have facilitated a move out of growth and into value for investors before falling back down to 1.59%. Asian shares were lower on the China GDP news, while European shares are also negative. The Dow closed at 35,258, down 36 points. 
NASDAQ closed at 15,021, up 124 points. Volume was moderate as 810 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was down 37 cents at $25.33. Bank of America was down 9 cents at $46.28. Centerpoint Energy was down 56 cents at $26.19. Deer & Company was down 92 cents at $331.84. Energy Corporation was down 48 cents at $101.77. Under Armour was up 15 cents at $17.94. Simmons Bank was down twelve cents at thirty dollars thirty one cents. Regents Financial was up fourteen cents at twenty two dollars fifty seven cents. Southwestern Energy was down twenty five cents at four dollars eighty six cents. Tyson Foods was down twenty five cents at seventy nine dollars forty three cents. Walmart was up one dollar thirteen cents at one hundred forty one dollars sixty eight cents. LiveRamp was down one dollar twenty three cents at fifty two dollars forty four cents. Interpublic Group was down six cents at thirty-eight dollars sixteen cents. Nextera Energy was down sixty-eight cents at eighty dollars ninety-nine cents. Natural gas was down forty-five cents at four dollars ninety-six cents. Precious metals were lower. Gold was down three dollars forty cents at one thousand seven hundred sixty-four dollars ninety cents. Silver was down eleven cents at twenty-three dollars twenty-four cents. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones Investments, Doug Cahill's Office, North Moose Street, Downtown Morrilton. Taking a look at our community calendar, the Morrilton Parks and Recreation Commission will meet at 5.30 tonight at the Morrilton Community Center. The Plummerville City Council meets tonight at 6 in the community room. Nemo Vista School District will hold parent-teacher conferences for grades K through 2 this Thursday. The Plummerville Lodge of Freemasons will meet Thursday night at 7 o'clock. And registration for Morrilton Parks and Recreation's Youth Basketball League continues Through Monday, the league opened to boys and girls in grades K through 6. Registration is $60 for one child and $50 for each additional sibling. Registration can be completed at the Moralton Community Center. Well, did you know that you can hear KVOM's News Watch whenever it's convenient for you? It's available on the KVOM Podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. You can listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 747, it's partly cloudy, 45 degrees at the KVOM studios. Our morning news watch continues with sports and weather after this. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswire Chris Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Having already clinched a share of the conference title and a number one seed for next week's state tournament, the Marlton High School volleyball team has a chance to secure the 4A Central Championship outright with a win over Heber Springs tonight. Action from Devil Dog Arena scheduled to start at 4.30 p.m. Nemo Vista opened its basketball season with a three-game sweep of Bradford on Monday night in Center Ridge. Junior boys, senior girls, and senior boys teams all got wins over the Eagles. 
Nemo Vista goes on the road for the first time tonight with games at Concord starting at 5 o'clock. Junior girls will play first, followed by senior girls and senior boys. Wonderview is set to open its basketball season tonight with games at County Line. The junior girls play at 5 p.m., followed by senior girls and senior boys. The Bigelow Panthers are once again ranked number two in Class 2A in the latest Arkansas Sports Media High School football poll. In the poll release Monday, Bigelow received three first-place votes from sports media members around the state, but trailed number one McCrory in the rankings. Desark is ranked third in Class 2A with Fordyce ranked fourth and Hazen coming in at number five. Panthers play host to Quitman this Friday. In the Class 5A poll, there is no change this week in the top five. Pulaski Academy is again the unanimous number one team, followed by Valonia, Greenbrier, Whitehall, and Little Rock Christian. Win Camden, Fairview, and Nettleton also received votes in Class 5A. And for the first time this season, Harrison did not receive any votes. Moralton plays the Goblins this week in Harrison with a potential postseason berth on the line. The Arkansas Razorback men's basketball team enters the 2021-22 season, ranked number 16 in the country. The ranking from the Associated Press marks the first time the Razorbacks have appeared in the AP preseason poll since the 2007-08 season. Arkansas will host East Central University in the first of two exhibition games this Sunday at 3 p.m. And that is our sports this morning. All right, Eric, thank you so much for those sports updates here on this Tuesday morning. We've got 10 minutes in front of the hour of 8 o'clock here at KVOM as we turn to weather for you now. We've got a few clouds out there this morning, and we'll see those uh, clouds lingering lingering through about mid-morning, then uh, gradual clearing. Our high of 75 with an east wind from 5 to 10 becoming south this morning. Tonight, clear. Our low down to 52 degrees, not uh, quite as chilly as it is uh, right now and as it has been the past few nights. Uh, Wednesday brings sunshine, be quite a bit warmer tomorrow, high of 80 expected. Then Wednesday night, partly cloudy, low down to 58 degrees. Thursday, sunny, high of 76. Looks to be the same on Friday, then back up to 78 on Saturday. So a little bit of a warm-up, but then uh, next week, uh, may see a little bit of a cool down, but uh, uh, as of right now, looking at uh, Sunday and Monday, we're sticking right around 80 degrees, so uh, we'll uh, keep warm here for, for just a little while. Taking a look at current conditions here at the KVOM studios, our humidity is at 100%. Our wind speed is out of the north at 3 miles per hour. Barometric pressure 30.14 inches. Our dew point is at 45 degrees. Our visibility is at 10 miles. The low this morning was 41 degrees. The high yesterday, 73. The low a year ago, 62 with a high of 76. No rainfall the past 24 hours at the KVOM studios. Our total for the year, 40.10 inches. Sunset tonight, 632, and sunrise tomorrow morning, 721. When you join us for Mornings in Moralton, right here on KVOM FM 101.7. Again, just a few clouds out there this morning, otherwise fair and 45 degrees at 751. Our Tuesday morning edition of News Watch continues with state headlines from the Arkansas Radio Network on the way next. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettigene State Bank is right in town 
always in touch. Patty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Good morning once again. You're listening to KVOM's Tuesday morning editions, uh, edition of News Watch. It's now 7.57. We have fair skies and 45 degrees at the KVOM studios. Visiting with our close-up segment this morning, Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. Mayor, good morning. Good morning. Well, some uh, good things to talk about uh, here this morning. COVID is down and uh, sales tax dollars are up. Yes, COVID <laughs> is down to 21, and uh, I think that's we're finally seeing a a time where our numbers are lower than they were this point last year. So I, I feel that's a we're moving in the right direction, and that's a huge sign uh, considering what all we've been through. That's that's the truth. That's the truth. And uh, mayor, uh, each and every month, uh, excited to talk about uh, sales tax dollars going up. Yes, our sales tax was up twenty thousand this month, uh, right at three hundred thousand for the year. It's just been incredible. Uh, that's I. You know, we do talk about the online sales tax, and that was huge. But I think it's people staying at home and shopping local. They're not going to Conway and Russell as much in the surrounding areas. They've seen that we've got everything that they need right here. Uh, and people's habits have changed in, in almost two years of, of shopping and, and what they do with their time. And they're spending more time at home, I believe. That's and that's right. helping us out. Uh, it's great. Always good when uh, uh, folks uh, uh, shop local uh, all year long, but especially uh, uh, here as we move to uh, the holiday season. Yes, we'll start yes. talking about uh, the shop at home uh, uh, promotions and things like that as well. Yes. So, uh, of course, uh, uh, we talked about this uh, earlier on the news uh, uh, this morning. Uh, lost an alderman. Uh, he's uh, moving moving from Moralton. Yes, David Andrews, a lifelong resident here, uh, moving to Paris to be with his kids and his grandkids, which I can't blame him for that. He's retired from the paper mill. Uh, but, you know, as I said last night, a lot of these aldermans are uh, modest, say they don't want to leave a legacy or care about that, but but everybody does. And our legacy, I feel, uh, for myself and, and through the aldermen that have served with me, that we've turned this town around and moved it in the right direction. Over $800 million has been invested in Marlton since, since I've been mayor. And I contribute that to the aldermen that are we have. We're a team. We're we're working together for the betterment of Marlton. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can and David can leave saying that he left Marlton better than he found it. I really believe that. I believe that uh, we have made some great accomplishments. We've invested over sixteen million dollars in this town, and with the federal American Rescue Plan money, that'll be closer to eighteen million dollars. Uh, and we've done some great things with that. Now, when I say that number, that does not mean that we're $18 million in debt. That just means that we've invested $18 million. We have, we do have some debt. We've got some debt with the landfill for, for new equipment. We've got a bond issue for the sewer department. And then we have this bond issue uh, with the city. So uh, we're not that much in debt. Everybody, that's not borrowed money. But anyway... That being said, we've invested a lot, and it's you can see the direct correlation of us investing money, the private sector has invested money back. They wanted to see a hope and a future, and we've provided that for them. We've had a huge attitude change. It's allowed all this stuff to flourish, and I could not do that without the aldermen that I have, their support, and David's been a big part of that. We'll miss David. Uh, our plans are as as there's an election coming up, and we'll wait to see who wins that election, and we'll point that person to the rest of of David's term. Okay, all right. Uh, we'll certainly uh, and uh, hope that we'll get somebody that's an additional team player and want to be a part of our team and 
and make Marlton better. That's right. That's right. And certainly, uh, best wishes to uh, uh, David on his uh, on his. And also, David was a fireman. I, you know, oh, he yeah. served. Uh-huh. He served the city well. Most definitely. He she sure did. Well, of course, uh, each and every uh, November, uh, we turn to Veterans Day. And for several years, they had the uh, uh, Veterans Parade with the Plummerville Association of Conway County Veterans. And uh, didn't get to do it last year because of COVID. But uh, this year, exciting news that the uh, parade is going to be moving to Moralton. Yes. So with that being said, we want everybody to come out. We, do, we have great turnouts at parades. And we want everybody to come out and support our veterans and be a part of that event. Most definitely. All right. Well, and of course, uh, we'll be uh, visiting with the folks, I'm sure, from the uh, VFW and uh, things like that, and we'll uh, pass along uh, all kinds of uh, great information. Well, last (laughs) night, uh, Mayor, some uh, big news. Of course, uh, we know you got a lot of response uh, from this on uh, social media, along with uh, another survey that was sent out, and a lot of good comments uh, saying they think it's uh, good to buy the bowling alley and uh, to move forward with that bond issue, and that's, that's what happened, right? Yes. First of all, let me say uh, we've hired a new park director. Her name is Cassie Nanny, and she has been with Fairfield Bay for over 10 years, which they have a bowling alley. Mm-hmm. And so she brings the bowling alley experience to us now, and it, okay. it just couldn't be better timing. Uh, she also runs a couple of restaurants, so, you know, the bowling alley will have a have a, a food venue. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're excited that we we decided to move forward last night with our bond issue which will be about $1.8 million. A million of it will go towards the Bolinelli purchase. First, we'll have the Bolinelli inspected uh, <clears throat> before we purchase it, you know, to make sure there's not any major things that, that are hidden that we're, that we're overlooking. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Bolinelli is going to have the bowling and skating. The bowling side will be totally redone with new uh, machines, uh, bump outs in the gutters for kids, uh, new balls, new seating, new flooring. Uh, it will be a it will be a place to come to for families and and individuals you know to have a good time have birthday parties uh, just enjoy uh, good company you know it, it's going to be great uh, I, I don't think we've offered anything that's brought more excitement to the city of Marlton than this right here that's right so when we post when I post this on Facebook you know we got about three thousand likes. Mm-hmm. And our comments, and they, and not all, and not all of them were just yes. They were like awesome, great, get it done. And then mm-hmm. some people threw in some other comments like pickleball and and uh, redoing the tennis courts and some other things. So we want you to know that we read your comments. And part of this bond issue, we'll be building four pickleball courts over by the walking trail. We'll be redoing the tennis courts. We'll be doing more paving, which is always a big deal, and then in the bowling alley. So we want you to know that we weren't just one track on the bowling alley we did listen to see those comments and you know we're working on other things uh, maybe purchasing a building connecting to c4 that might house a boys and girls club or or working with the uh, uh, conway county youth youth club maybe mm-hmm. her, her coming over there we're, we're we're working on all these projects that were mentioned it, it just takes time and money but we want you to know that we did listen to what you had to say, and uh, we're excited. That, and, and, and then also, people have just said, I want to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully we'll be able to have work weekends where people can help, you know, take out and clean up and get ready for the remodel and, and help us with that. Uh, I mean, I, I've... I don't think we have offered anything that's brought any more excitement than this right here. That's right. That's right. And I have uh, so many memories, you know, just being a little kid going to the bowling alley. I mean, the bowling alley has been closed for 13 years. Yeah. 
uh-huh. and uh, it's dated, and, and we we will bring it uh, back to to life, and it'll have an arcade, it'll have the it'll have the skating rink, it'll have party rooms, it's going to have the bowling, and it'll have a, a food service that you can get. And it's going to be a nice place for kids to be able to go, and families, and and everybody to go to. We'll have hopefully we'll start leagues back, and and the school can have leagues, and maybe the college can have leagues, and and we'll have all kind of activities there, birthday parties, because there's no place really to to rent a room to have a birthday party. Mm-hmm. So people are going to Conway and Russellville, mm-hmm. and so if we can stop that, and and it be a money maker for us, and we've got. Uh, a new part director that has bowling experience. We found out that there's people that live here in Marlton that want to work there that have bowling experience. So I, I think it's just going to come to life. Betty that owns the Bolinelli is excited. She's 88 years old and she is ready to, to sell it to us and see new life breathed into it. And then she can get her affairs in order. And, and it's just going to be great. Just, it's just next year we'll, we'll be, we'll have it. Hopefully we'll have it open next year and, and uh, people can start using it. And I'm, I'm just pumped up about it. All right. We're looking forward to it. Well, Mayor, anything else to talk about this morning? No, I, I believe that's it. That's, uh, I'm just really excited about this, that the, that the people are supportive of this. And, and, we're, and that's our job is to, is to provide services for our citizens. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not to stockpile money. It's to provide things for people to do, and, and that's what we're doing. That's right. Lots of good information in again uh, this morning from Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. Mayor, thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank you. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.